See, I didn't do it on purpose. Oh, uh, yeah. Normally I do it. I didn't do it. Why not? Because I have a thing that I can plop in now and do it for me. So no, I don't have to do it. But then how am I supposed to know when to go? You're going. You've been going. But that's... It's been... You have been... Uh, I don't like that. It has been... Uh, it's been rolling all this time. So, here we are. Well, what time is it? 3.29 p.m. Oh, Aaron? Nap time. Oh, boy. That means you're going to have to start coming out in the morning then. That means you have to come out before the sun gets over this space. So you either got to do early morning, you got to do afternoon. It doesn't look like you're ready for afternoon. No, you don't look ready. You look like you're about to fall asleep. <laughs> well, I've been laying down with my leg up for a couple yeah, you hours. Yeah, you have to talk to the thing, remember? You're now outside, not in an echoey Egyptian apartment. apartment. You're now back in... Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Don't you dare. Literally sunny Grand oh. Rapids. <laughs> back again. As you say it, the sun starts peeking through. It doesn't matter. It, it is, we're in the shade. That's why we're here now. I understand, but it it like literally peeked through, as you said. Sunny, sunny Grand, Grand Rapids. Rapids. <sighs> what are you writing there? So apparently... Apparently what? The Egyptian man land was all a nightmare. Unfortunately. It was just a nightmare. We 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 really never we nightmare. really never left. <laughs> it was just a nightmare. No, we we did leave. No, I don't think we did. We lost money. And, How do you mean we lost money? Going to England and then going to Egypt. Yeah, it was real. You sure it was real? Yeah. It is real. Sure. It is real. Um, yeah. Back again. You ready to tell them about it? Go ahead. You can go ahead and, and do it. We don't do. have to do a thing first. What kind of thing? Roll the intro. That's what you were doing. You're prompting him. I was prompting you, him. You, you just you just can't you just can't back away from that, can you? No. Intro comes before we start talking. No, we talk sometimes for 20 minutes before no. <laughs> before the intro. We shouldn't be doing that. Sometimes that's how it goes down. So. So so we left. You wanted to. <laughs> oh wow. Cut. That was. We're done. That's it. We're out of here. Podcast over. If you. Wow. <laughs> you don't get to say if you. The only way, even now, with even if I'm not here, you don't get to say if you. Because I got to record it. Okay, yeah. so what's on your list? Because I don't. Oh boy. <laughs> what's on my list? Yeah, let's start with your numbers. Um, you got like a 15 million. I got 15 thing. points here. Alright. 15 points. A 15 point list. It's not a plan, but it's a list. 
Um, well, the first thing on there is what I asked you to tell the people. That Our we, trip. That we left. Our trip. Egypt. May 27th. And arrived in Grand Rapids on May 27th. So we've been dealing with a, a little bit of jet lag and adjusting to life back in the U.S. The I really don't feel like an, a big, that big of an adjustment. Wait till you go to the doctor. Well, I mean, we were hiding. Going to the doctor doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, it was an um, experience. But this, this, we left essentially in the summer, the end of the summer, and we come back at the beginning of the summer. Yeah. It's been a, almost a year. Yeah. We... It literally feels like we left and came back with the same weather almost. Yeah. So. Except for it was like pouring down rain and cold when we arrived. It's, it was all a nightmare. All that stuff you guys saw, it was all a nightmare. It didn't, didn't really happen. When we. <laughs> it didn't. It was all a weird backdrop with a crazy crooked table. It was table. all green screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. We pulled we were, the table off we, the street and we got were, a green We were screen. on the volume. You know what the volume is? Oh, you got to look that up. The volume is what they taped the Mandalorian on. Oh, yes. I do know what that is. That thing, if we had that. Listen, you know if I had that, then That'd I wouldn't have awesome. created the nonsense we had. What do you mean? Explain. Uh, you could create anything you want. If you have any background right, you want. Really? Why are you guys focused on... I wouldn't have created that mess. I know, but the volume. What what do you mean? We had a nice. We had one of the nicest places on the nicest streets in Egypt. Lies and fallacies, America. That's a sad statement. (laughs) So while we got there, while living in Egypt, you are not allowed to be honest about your environment. Oh, we're jumping to honesty already. We're not allowed to be honest about people. (laughs) We're not allowed to be honest because the Egypt man land is not honest. Wow, you just jumped to number 15. All right, well, we're going to get into this right now. So, you want to... You literally jumped all the way to the bottom of the list. Sorry, I haven't seen your list. I know nothing about your list. Don't tell them about the the thing before you jump into the bashing of the Egypt man. No, it starts with the I'm sorry, truth-telling of the Egypt So, there's no bashing. This is truth. So, when we... um, arrived in Egypt we were supposed to be getting work permits and and all of these things and one of the things that the owner did not do was get our work visas so we were in Egypt on a tourist visa which meant that we were only supposed to have 30 days or 60 days 30 days I think think. our visa was 30 days 30 days before and then we were supposed to renew yeah and we in the only way to renew we could have renewed no, the only way to renew was to leave the country. And we couldn't do that because we no, couldn't no, no. afford groceries. No, no, no. That's not true. We yes, could I have, looked no, it up. No, we could have renewed. We just had to go. There was a place that we could have gone to renew our tourist visa. We did not have to leave the country to renew our tourist visa. Oh, that's not what I read. Nope. Anyway, it goes we couldn't afford it. We were next to Cairo. Because the guy wasn't paying us the way we were supposed to be paid. Yeah. So, anyway... When we were leaving, we were prepared for the worst. What's as far, the worst? Okay. Is that explain the worst? We 
you, when you overstay your visa in a country, you pay a fee. And it can be a, a very small amount and it can be a large amount. When we were doing the research to find out what our potential um, overstay fee was going to be, it said anywhere from 1,515 Egyptian pounds per person to that amount times the number of months you've been overstayed. So we had prepared 4,800 pounds per person in cash to go to the airport because they could have potentially asked for that much or more. If they asked for more, we didn't have it. But they, they could have asked for that much. So we get to the immigration, we're getting ready to, you know, go get to the gates. And Aaron goes first, and they're asking him crazy questions like, how old are you? Aaron doesn't know how old he is. Sure don't. Aaron doesn't even know what day of the week it is. Oh, wait a minute now. <laughs> let's, let's not get it crazy. Sorry. I know what day of the week it is. So, she says... I don't know my age, though. She says, you That's know, your passport is, ex or your visa ex is expired, you have to go pay the fee go over there. Now, Aaron was smart enough to ask, where's go over there? So he goes and he disappears and we don't know where he went. So now it's our turn to go over there and pay the fee. And we walked out of the area where we were, walked all the way over to another place. They sent us back to where we were. And just as we were coming back, Aaron's coming out of the office and he's like, go in there now. The man only charged me 2,020 baht. Pounds. I'm sorry. What the hell? Boy, what the story are you telling? Sorry, I just was typing bot in a, a comment to somebody. Bot is the money in, in Thailand. Thailand. They don't take the Thai money no. for your visa in Egypt. But they would take U.S. dollars in Egypt. So First they would. yeah, they would. <laughs> Two thousand. So Aaron's like, dollars. take this, take this money that he he had some change. He's like, take this. You're gonna uh, need it. Go in there and pay. Do it quickly because. I could have changed his mind. No, yeah, you could have charged each person a different thing if you felt like right. it. Right. So we, Even I go we in all there. Came in at the same time. Aaron comes in. This is my wife and my children. He's like, great. To this is a nice guy. Two thousand twenty or pounds per person, and so I just break out the cash and I'm just counting because I just want this in and out and no issues. We ended up saving like six hundred dollars by him not charging us amount it could have been I don't, potentially I, I, it, so it, much it really more. did feel like he was it was like a like a set thing like for him it, it wasn't that he was doing anything he didn't make an issue he just he just matter of factly said 2020 that was it so 2020 pounds is 128 dollars it could have but the overstate was 1500 right a minimum. Right, but I mean that was the first overstay amount was fifteen hundred. Yeah. He really didn't charge us that much. But I, it could have been three hundred and six dollars. This is per person. <laughs> so we ended up paying eight thousand eighty pounds, which is five hundred and fifteen dollars. And it could have been <gasps> sorry. Oh my. It could have been $1,224. Yeah. Like I said, I... But the, it was the way that he did it. It was like... You got here like in 2020, you were going to pay been, 2020. Like I've been doing this all day, you know, that right. kind of thing. So, we 
We also had to go and get COVID tests before we could travel. Are you telling the story like Pulp Fiction here? I'm sorry. Um, and we'd had four, three COVID tests prior to this one. We are the COVID test. <laughs> and we've never paid for a COVID test until Egypt. And when I called, I knew we would have to pay, but I called and I said, okay, how much is this going to be? And she said, 118. And I said, 1118. She said, yes. And, uh, okay, that's not or, I'm sorry, 118. She said, yes, one, 118. And she repeated it like six times, like 118. We get there, it's a 1,080 per person. I, 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 tell them, I told you. Tell you them. did Go tell me. Tell them. So then Aaron. I was sitting there going, that's not right. Yeah. Aaron and two had to like go running around in 100 degree heat trying to find an ATM that A but it's a dry heat would take our our card Why B did you was say that like it was a good thing was it don't open. feel like this it feels hotter right here than it did that day no yeah. it didn't yeah it does it feels hotter right here right now than it did that day walking around I don't think it's hot no. at all it's not it, it's 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 the humidity and it's there's no humidity there Anyway, how many ATMs did you end up going to? It wasn't the number of ATMs. Or banks? It was, it was... Four banks. We went to different places. Some of them are right next to each other. But it was... The first one didn't take our card. The second we one had, the, was broken. The third one was broken. The fourth one yeah. worked. Yeah. So but it really... That really wasn't the issue. The issue was we, I had no cell service. And I couldn't employ a map. And... The fact that I couldn't do anything with the map meant that we were just walking around in a general area trying to find where we had just right, come to yeah, for the first. No, we weren't really lost. We, we were lost. in the area. We were right. We were literally a couple blocks away. No, we got lost. We weren't lost. You can be lost in your own house. Okay. No, you can't. Yeah, I can't. You can. Um, but we were literally in the in the area, but it was just recognizing the buildings again and we were coming from a different direction right. and and you rode there in a car but now you're on foot trying to I was so, paying attention when we rode in it was the the doctor who was administering the the test she had me fill out all the paperwork which is un, is not normal I don't normally get to fill out the paperwork because medical stuff you have to do your own thing so they had me sign everything, and then Aaron and Aaron just had to sign theirs when they got there, but everything was completed. And um, she's like, oh, let me do your test while we're waiting for your husband. And I was like, are you sure? What if we don't get the money? She's like, oh, don't worry about it. So I'm thinking, why are you charging us so much? Because this is the foreigner's fee. This is another country that does, oh, you're foreign. We're going to take all your money before you leave. Um so she's like, oh, don't worry. And then she did mine and Keegan's, and we sat there for another 30 minutes waiting. It took you guys like 45, 50 minutes. We to were we were trucking. Go and come back. You have no idea how fast. If you were out there, you'd have passed out. Probably. So I sent you on your own. <laughs> I didn't want to go. <laughs> I was moving. Aaron's little legs couldn't even keep up. His little short legs. <laughs> I don't have short legs. <laughs> I have a short torso. There's a difference. All I know is you couldn't keep up. With I couldn't old, keep with, up because my knee was swollen and my foot was hurt. You couldn't keep up with the oldness. 
That was that's for sure. So anyway, we and at least they deliver. They hand deliver the the results. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. Which was nice because he had to have a government stamp on the piece of paper in order to get on a plane. And we showed that paper probably 15 times throughout the, the trip. Yep. We flew from Cairo to Frankfurt, Germany, which was strange because there was not much German written anywhere. Okay, wait a minute. Let's stop right there. Because now you're moving on to number five. So. Wow, I'm just hitting all the points. I haven't even seen your list. Um, anything else about leaving Egypt? We did all of our tour shopping in the duty free. <laughs> all of our Egyptian tourist shopping <laughs> was done on our way out, which is hilarious. Yeah. We did no touristy things in Egypt. Nothing. The most touristy thing that we did was go to lunch with. We went with to a Marriott hotel. <laughs> with your and lunch. And saw the we saw the pyramids. We did. We got from afar. Yep. Aha! From afar. <laughs> we weren't up close. Oh no! Buses look like. But yeah. from everything I read, that's the best way to do it anyway, because then you don't get all the hawkers and the. The Did crowd. you say the what? hawkers? Yeah, you know, trying to hawk Are these their... related to the fuckers? I'm about to say. Hawk their wares. Meet, meet the hawkers. Yeah. Or are those just people? And that they try couldn't to come on? into the yeah, the the hotel grounds. So. Right. I mean, they but were as soon the... as we got outside to get our car, they started coming. Right. We I don't know. Have to deal with that all day. It, it kind of would have been nice to go and. Maybe one day we'll go back to Egypt. I'm maybe. going to Luxor one day. I want to go there. And I want to go to Alexandria. I but I'm going as a tourist. Yeah, right. I, I don't want to ever. I'm going to go and stay in a fancy place yep. with a pool. Yep. That's going to be me. Yeah, I think that's the best way to go to Egypt. Just yeah. go as a tourist. Do not go to because live Because everyone I know that goes as a tourist loves it. Yeah, it's such a beautiful, it's so beautiful. I, I love the, the idea that Egypt is beautiful, you know especially what, Cairo area, because it's certainly not. We were in the airport. Did you hear the lady saying how behind us, there were a couple of Americans behind us. And the one said she came to Egypt because she thought it would be so beautiful and blah, blah, and history and all the things that we thought well I thought mm. and um, she's like so dirty and dusty mm. and nothing's China. beautiful it's so broken and mm -hmm. I was like welcome to Egypt yeah it's not um, you know what kills it's not, me it's not ancient Egypt no <laughs> you know what kills me is we were standing in the after we got back from running around trying to look for an ATM got back to the hospital and the woman the doctor kept agreeing that and pointing out that Egypt has many problems oh yeah <laughs> and she wasn't the first one to do that yeah I, I like but we had a couple people that day do that yeah a lot of people did that they I, they were there those that deal with anybody from outside of Egypt usually are apologetic to, or at least in Cairo area, they're very apologetic to the foreigner like, yeah, we know, you know. <laughs> but then the people that, like, one of your students who was going to be, what, a civil engineer or whatever? Yeah. Was like, leave. Yeah, she just wanted to leave. It's like, you can't have the... 
how could how can you make it so that the people that are doing the things that you desperately need don't leave? Yeah, you gotta give them a, a wage that's higher, but that's the problem in Egypt is the wages are suppressed and they're so low that if you get a higher advanced degree, you're not getting paid anywhere near what say the international market determines as the yeah. average the average wage for that for that job. So. You know, if you're Egyptian and working for an Egyptian firm, you're going to get paid a ton less. Oh, yeah. And if you just go to another country, you're going to get paid a whole lot more. So that's why they that's even why if, they do the education the way they do. They get the education and then they, they get out of there. Even if they're paid significantly less than the native person in that country, they're still making more than Egypt. Oh, they're making a lot more. Like one of the students, more. her father has worked, lived and worked in Saudi Arabia for the last 15 years, she said. And he comes back every few months to see them, but that's the only way their family can survive. And I said, why don't you all move? Oh no, we love Egypt. We must stay in e Egypt, but we can't live, we can't earn enough money here. So my father works in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I don't know why you would love a country that you can't, you can't, can't afford live to live in. Outside of Americans, I guess. Right. Which yep. is exactly the rationale that Americans have when it comes to that. Is you know they their their patriotism keeps them here and poor. Yeah. But that's the same thing that Egypt is doing. Yep. You know. I was never so happy to get on a damn plane. <laughs> yeah, it it felt it felt a lot like. Uh, Escape from Alcatraz. Right. You know, it's like, just get in the boat. If you get in the boat, I don't care about the sharks. You know, yep. just just get me out of here. Because yep, it was, me a, out. as far as I'm concerned, it was a bad decision to go there. Yeah. I'll never make another move decision that way. No, Cause, never. And it might be better for us is, you know, like say you get a job in another state or I get a job in another state or whatever one of us go and if it's not right then it's not but how long do you that, think you're going to be going you, without you me you got to understand if we'd have done that in Egypt I'd have come back the next week okay. you know what I mean yeah. it would have it would have been like yeah no yeah. this is none of nothing here was what what should be in any educational place so let's just cut this short now cuz we knew it of course, I've been going back through the old uh, we knew it the first videos, week. and the first week, week and a half, the first, the first full week of us working, we knew that we didn't want to be there anymore. Oh yeah. We knew, we knew it was like this is a bad situation. We don't want to be here, and we didn't have about any money. So. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was. I'm sorry, but you gotta. I mean, I. A lot of times, people talk about truth and advertising type thing, but. Honestly, I don't think that the people that we were dealing with even knew how bad that they had what they had, like yeah. how negative it actually was. And so then they didn't know to tell you necessarily that it was as bad as it was because they didn't have another frame of reference. Whereas we had, you know, multiple countries and something to compare. Yeah. And that's the other problem that, you know, people that are stuck in their country why I started saying, you know, if you're going to learn a language, you don't learn it from people who have never left. Right. Because the, you end up, you end up not really understanding 
what they're teaching you because they don't understand what they're mm-hmm. what they're teaching and and how it fits into the world of just learning language education or just the world right um but anyway i'll beat that drum some more on my uh Keep your ear on blog. On my blog. Y'all been checking out my blog, I hope. Which I need to, I need now, now that I've broken everything out of the case. Now I can start probably vlogging again. All right. Walking vlog. So. I'm thinking about employing Keegan as my cameraman. That's a good idea. Good. Teach her how to be a good camera person. What does that mean? She is a very poor camera person at this moment. Why? What is what has she done that she thing? doesn't look through her camera she looks so she'll hold the camera like this and look at you she oh so she's not seeing through, uh, so then she'll she'll stand there and then you start seeing the camera start drifting off <laughs> like like having a sure wandering she's not eye and i mean there's probably some of that too but it's you know <laughs> and then funny. she'll realize she'll look down she'll realize and she'll be like, and it'll super yeah, jarring no, that's a transition no <laughs> that's a that's a sexy peter vomit. mckinnon transition yeah, no that's <laughs> causing people to vomit <laughs> all right so i wrote something here but i do not know what it meant read it i wrote travel is not exiting oh i know what i meant travel is not exciting just stressful That's it's getting to the place like, that is exciting. It's not the travel process. Travel here, we're talking about the actual getting on the plane, going through immigration, That's all of exciting. that stuff. No. And I don't even think getting stressful. in the car, the getting in the van, riding to the place, yeah. to go to the place, to get on the thing, to ride to the place. And, uh, oh, okay. You guys so, get the easy part. You get to just get in and go. I have to do all the planning of the thing and but the coordinating. The, but see, that's, that. that's the other part I said. Follow the gnome. I wrote it. You wrote I give it. I follow the gnome. I, I'll give you your props here. You know, the, the, you look, you have taken that on for all of our stuff. I'm good at it. You, you, you do enjoy it. I do. I, you well, don't, you don't like it when you're in it. Right. But you like jumping in and finding the deals and all of that stuff. I don't care about the deal as much as I care about the... You heard that. She doesn't care about the deal. At this point, what I care about is the service. So... Uh-oh. Big money over here. Really? What I care about is the service. Because somebody just asked this this week on um, one of the Traveling Mom pages. And they said... Or no, maybe it was an expat page. They were asking if you had um, brand loyalty to airlines or do you just go for the deal? And a year ago, I would have said I go for the deal. Today? The art of the deal? Air Canada (laughs) has earned some loyalty. Oh, I'd tell anybody, get on Air Canada. Air Canada should be teaching master classes on customer service because out of all of the trips it's just canada no 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 because of all of the trips that we've had canadia all of the issues that we've had air canada is the only one willing 
to bend over backwards to help their clients. Now, with that said, uh oh, uh oh, here it comes. Uh -oh. The gnome is about to go in. Air Canada, you provide excellent service. You do, that doesn't mean you have to talk softer. But yeah. please, for the love of everyone who listens, Ginger. get someone to speak French and not just read French. <laughs> if you're going to have your announcement. I did not know where you're going with that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say get better seats or, you know, something. Upgrade the plane. You know, get somebody who does not oh. say Mersup Boca. Listen, if you are going to have announcements in English and Francais, get someone who speaks Francais. No. <laughs> no, Champs no. Elise. The Champs Elise, <laughs> baby. Champs oh, Elise. She started talking. She and said. I did not under. I didn't know she was speaking French. I thought it was a different language. She was language. not speaking French. No, she, she was. was. She, no, was, she, she was, was reading it. She was, she was I, failing miserably. I think there was French on the thing she was reading, but she was she said, not. She said, French. Merci Bocup. And then Eric said, Merci Bocup de Ville. Hell yeah. That Coop de Ville, boy. I, I, I wrote this in the moment. What in the hell is the non French speaker reading French on Air Canada flight from Toronto to Chicago? Holy shit. It's like all of our. We'll get there in a minute. I don't even Je think. Français un peu. And so for me to hear this, and I I studied French way back in the dark ages in high school, and yep, before the guillotine. Where oh, the, for the love the, of Pete, man! High school was actually high to keep away from the animals. And Keegan, oh <laughs> and Keegan was sitting there like, oh, make it stop. I don't even think the people who spoke French on the plane were even trying to listen. Oh, I'm sure they were crying. I'm sure. Maybe they didn't have anyone who spoke French on the plane, and that's why that she was doing the myrtleating of the hey, language. Hey, they could have done what that no, one flight did that. and had the pre-recorded. That's what they should have done. But message. I don't understand why they don't all do that. But here's the thing: like, a recorded well, message no, of... they didn't have a pre-recorded thing. It was like text-to-speech software. But still, on they could. But they, they could, they could have a pre-recorded thing. They just hit a button and just right. let all of the yeah. announcements but go. This there was, was no the smallest. Plane that we'd flown in from Air Canada. This was the first time we'd ever had a crabby airline attendant. She was grouchy. It seems like that that, that crew, little, that little crew, <laughs> no, that little flight. Yeah. That that tiny flight from Toronto to what? Chicago. Chicago. To Chicago. Yeah. From Detroit to here. Detroit. Yeah, from Detroit to here, when we came in 2017, uh, there almost everybody on that flight was crabby and upset and didn't want to be there and rude. You're talking about the people working the flight? Yes. But almost, those, those almost are Americans the then. Yeah, those I think are the American. One guy I'm just saying that was that was yeah. Detroit to Chicago. But it wasn't an American. It wasn't Detroit to Grand Rapids. Yeah. It wasn't an Air Canada flight because no, no, they don't no. fly into Grand Rapids. No, but I, I, I know why. Because don't nobody want to fly into Grand Raggedy. They don't oh, fly into Detroit fly. either, I don't think. Nobody wants to go to Detroit. No. I mean, no. come on now. Detroit. So. No. Yeah, there was that. 
I mean the the flight from Cairo to Frankfurt. Okay, so that let's was go back there. Let's let let's talk about the Frankfurt. Go. Okay, so on the flight from Cairo. Because y'all just jumped over Frankfurt and all the other stuff. Because you told me to stop. The, but you jumped over. <laughs> the flight from Cairo to Frankfurt. They had beer and wine on the faux free. And now we had been in Egypt for almost eight months. Zero alcohol. Zero. Even the beer that we got at the pyramids, I don't think was beer. At I the Marriott? At the Marriott, because I didn't get it even in a little, not even in nothing. I think it was okay, a beer. I don't beer think you're going to get anything. Beer, and that's not true, because when I, I had just a quarter of a cup of that beer... And I was feeling it. Yes, but you also were taking medicines. So? You had the thin blood. And I was high in the air. He was going straight to the dome. But when he handed me an entire bottle of beer, I thought he was just going to pour me a little cup, hand me a little cup. I was like, really? I get the whole thing? I was so excited. He said, and you can have as many more as you want. And I was like, that is not a good idea. Like, I don't know why not. I could have got You had a plenty long. You had a... You had a long enough flight. Right, it was, it was like what? eight and a half yeah. hours. Was it? It was like eight, eight hours and 50 minutes. Frankfurt to where? Frankfurt to Toronto. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I thought so you were talking that about made, that made, Frankfurt. Right, that made total sense. I mean, why not? You, you're... Wait, was it, how long was the flight from Egypt to Frankfurt? Only four, four hours. hours, right? Four and a half yeah. hours? Yeah. No, four hours and 25 minutes. There you go. He, he remembers because, you know. Four twenty-five. But yeah, the flight from Frankfurt to Toronto no. was. Not four. I had the beer uh, from Egypt to Frankfurt. I didn't have it from Frankfurt to Toronto. I think Frankfurt to Toronto. Somewhere in there, I had a wine. I don't. You had that where. Frankfurt to Toronto, but I had champagne at the gate. I, there's a picture out there. In. In Germany. I think I posted it on. on I really like that guy because he's like, do you want French champagne or German champagne? And I'm like, what's the difference? And he said, the price. And I'm like, give me the German one then. Give me the cheap And I think the German one was stronger than the French stuff that I've ever had. Because it was that rock good. Oh, Lord. I was tipsy. Like, eyes crossed and kind of tipsy. The bathroom brew from Germany. Bathroom champagne. champagne. I was all right sipping at the gate at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, she had half a sham pibble. Shoot. I drank that whole bottle, but I probably should not have. I was ready to tip to the side over a tiny little bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Such a lightweight. Oh, that was very funny. <laughs> I was but so then, happy about then, it. So we, we got... Let's see. Anything else? You started to say about Frankfurt, how there was no... There's no German There was anywhere. very little German in the airport where we were. It was al- almost exclusively in English. And there was a giant Winston... Winston? Smoking Winston room. Winston smoking room. Um, which was interesting. Um, but, yeah, the amount of German on signs and stuff was minimal. I mean, almost nothing. Like, you, you didn't need German to... To fly into there and do anything really. Um, did did anybody speak German? Like, yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like working there. Was yeah. anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when but I but they went were all to speaking go, English too, though, right? Yes. When I went to go do the um, transfer thing, because we had to, there's a weird thing that we've never had to do before. We had to go to this transfer desk 
and show our passports and our COVID tests. They and were then, just checking them at every stop. They were literally checking it, but then we showed them again before we got on the plane. It was just. It I think they were just checking. It's like like fifteen it's like times. If you if you didn't get the test, they were gonna catch you. Oh yeah, there's no way you could have gotten on that plane without. Right. Right. You couldn't have gotten far anyway. Right. So uh, when we got on the plane out of Frankfurt, we had, we waited there for a little while. We were there pretty early. We got there at at five a.m. Yeah. And we left at ten. We had like five hour layover. Understand that we left Egypt at. 1 a.m. Yeah, 1 in the morning. Which um, is not unusual for us, because when we traveled from to and from Thailand, it was always in the middle of the night. Yeah. I kind of prefer it that way. I don't. It, it, it throws off the sleep real bad. And then you get on a plane, because you notice that we the flight out of Frank, Frankfurt was in the daytime, but they had all the windows closed, and it was so like we, we were all, it, was, it literally felt like night inside the plane the I don't remember time. leaving Frankfurt. I don't remember taking off from Frankfurt, so I would have sleep all Oh, you haven't seen the pictures. No. Oh! <laughs> oh, God. Maybe Please do not insert why. them here. Insert what? here. <laughs> yeah, there's pictures. I, I took pictures because you were knocked one. out. Oh, God, stop it. Here's another. Okay, you're, you're going to be, you're the one that's going to look bad unless you're going to edit why? this video. Dude, there's a slide across the screen. I know there's a slide All across. All you have to do is see where I say here. You know, I can, I can give you, you this portion of, I can give you this portion of the video and the photos. Slide it again. I yeah, told you. Yeah, you're I right. Was, I could. It's I was not tipped that hard. to the side from the German champagne. The champagne. So I After champagne. I, I don't remember leaving it in Germany. So we went from Toronto, from Frankfurt to Toronto. Yep. Um, all right, go ahead. Tell them about Toronto. So once we got into Toronto, everything changes in Toronto. Um, they have this thing that if you're re-entering the United States, you go through immigration there. They actually tell you this on the plane. They announce it several times in English and in French that you are going to go through immigration here. So when you arrive in the United States, you don't go through anything. Um, we didn't think anything of it. And then we we get off and we're getting ready to go do our transfer and they look at our tickets and there are four S's on our tickets. We never noticed, never thought anything of it. Apparently that's a random check. So we had to fill out paperwork when we arrived give them to this lady she looked at our tickets she looked at our passport she looked at our covid tests sends us down this hallway now we are subject to inspection they take all of our bags but that inspection was for everybody no it was not it was only for americans well no only anyone, americans were there anyone who was going into the united states but no no it was only americans on that side no there was a there was a couple I mean, next to us. Only going into yeah, America. only going to the states. Right, but that everybody went through that security check. But not the like we did. Right, it was the the amount of scrutiny, but right. everybody went through the check. They made us turn on every single electronic device, mm -hmm. which I had my laptop and my laptop is broken, and it has not been plugged in since Mexico, so last June, and so they said if it doesn't turn on, they're keeping my laptop. I don't know why, because when we came through Toronto the first time, it wasn't a problem. Funny thing is, I would have literally busted it open and taken out the hard drive. 
right, right there because I had my I fix it in my bag. So, um, I, miraculously, the damn thing turned on. So, Dell, whatever battery you put in there, while it swole up and broke the case, yeah, it did it's hold good. a charge for a very long time. <laughs> for a year. <laughs> So, um, not even Apple. It's a battery on like that. Swole. Right? So they, we had to take off our shoes. We had to take off our jackets. Our like, Aaron had a, a long sleeve shirt on over his T-shirt. He had to take that off. At some point, I think I took off my skin. They, they wanted yeah. everything off. Like, yeah. we had to, they had to check our muscle down tissue and swab our bones. Jeez, Louise, it was cavity crazy. search. Yeah. Um. And, no. and you had to have like a separate, no cavity search. You had to search. have a separate tub you know, for to bend every over Yes, right? I know. <laughs> so your shoes had to be in one tub and your devices had to be in one tub. And it was just ridiculous. But also they kept saying no water past this point. And we had just gotten bottles of water handed to us as we're leaving the plane. And now we're going through the next thing. And they're like, no water. I'm like, but you just gave us the damn water. And now yeah. we can't have it. You know, it's. There, that problem seemed to be like way too often. It's like, guys, just talk to your people over there. Right. It's if just, they're not the same people. I know, but if, one you're, if the, you're not going to allow the thing, then don't let them give us the thing. But they can't stop them. They're the airline, and the other people were the security. They're, so not anyway, the they're, they're doing all this scrutiny. We get back here a couple of days after we're here, and I go to get something from my backpack, and there is a full 20-ounce bottle of water in my backpack that was opened. She smuggled it. That they never saw. And I didn't know smuggled. it was in there. <laughs> smuggled clear water. Right. So anyway, yeah, that's why people have to take off their shoes today. That they, might be a thing in the they future. They clear our, all of our luggage. Yeah, we put everything years. back together, and then we go and they're like, "Okay, go to this place." And you, we go to immigration and we're showing our passports. And I'm thinking everything is fine. And the man has Aaron's passport, and I said, "Do you have your passport?" He's like, "No, he has it." And the man says, "Okay, come with me," and takes Aaron. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So they're like, oh, just come in here and have a seat. We're going to talk to him for a minute. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You're going to talk to my teenage son about what? Not a teenager. You are my teenage son. Yeah, not no, a teenager. He might be teenaged, but he's an adult. I don't and care. That's he's why still a can, teenager. No, that's why he can take him. Because he's not a teenager. He is an adult. And that's why they couldn't take Keegan. Without right, an adult. Right. I think. So, I don't know. 17, kind of close. Maybe. Getting there. So, anyway, they keep Aaron's passport, and they go into the office and have him sit down with us. And Aaron... Mm-hmm, not with us. He will sit with us for a minute, oh, for a yeah. few minutes, because he sat down, and he looks at me and says, so what do I tell them? And now I'm thinking, oh, for fuck's sake. They can see on the camera that we're talking to each other. I'm sure they can hear us, because... Mm-hmm. And I said, you tell them the truth. You tell them what we're doing. We're going back. Tell them where we've been. Tell them why we've been. Just tell them the truth. So then they separate Aaron and put him in a room. And then the guy comes and asks us questions. Where are you going? What have you been doing? Why were you there? How long were you there? Blah, 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 blah. So then he goes in to verify with Aaron. And he comes out. And the whole, like... The whole time Aaron is in there, what was it, like 15, 20 minutes? No idea. 
it felt like an eternity. And it did. I was so afraid, like, our children have been exposed to a lot of stuff, but they're also extremely sheltered people. Naive. They're very naive. And, um... To the ways of the world. It was just very... It was terrifying. I, I didn't even... I, I couldn't even process, like, you know, what am I going to do if they try to keep my child? Am I going to act a fool? You that know, would be a bad idea. Right? Am I going to just call a lawyer? I don't know who to call. What do I do? So... Because you can't call the well, U.S. I don't Embassy. Think, it's the U.S. that's got it. I don't think... In that situation, I don't think they would have taken one person. They would have just taken kept all, all four of us, us would have been held. Right. They had already pulled our luggage. Right. We go out to to say that we're cleared, and they had all of our luggage. Well, they all had, they had three. Pieces. No, they had like three pieces they up did there. Not. But up there, because they only had three. They asked me. They said, "You only check three bags." Oh and yeah, I said, we said no, no ten, and then we have ten bags. And he looked around, and he was like, "Well, we only have three of them." But here. I pulled out the stickers, and he like he's like, "Oh, let me just scan these to make sure that you don't have any problems anywhere else." Yeah, but that was the thing. The guy that, you know, that knew that bags had been pulled, he was totally off because they only had three of them there. And I could see them. And I showed them that one, that one, and that one over there. That, that Those are the only bags you have up well, here, but we have ten. When when we arrived in Chicago, our bags were the first, all ten of them were the first ones off. On that means the, they were the last ones on. Yep. They were the first ones off on the trial, on the conveyor. Which was good. Right, because it made it really fast. But there weren't many people that got luggage. There were like four of us. There was us, and then there were like four other people. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. It was really weird. Maybe but that plane people. was full. But you know, a Toronto to to Chicago flight. If you weren't there very long, you may have only had a carry on. Well, and I think somebody on the flight said that they were going on to like Dallas right. or right. something. And there's that too. So they had no reason to be. They, you know, we. We see people like that all the time. They're the ones that they're they're stopping there, but we're always walking, transiting through. Right. So, yeah. All right, just... so we make it all the way back to Chi Town. Yeah, we get to Chi Town, and it is super hot. Oh my god, it was so cold and it was raining. <laughs> now listen, before we 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 <laughs> had to arrange. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> we had to arrange was, transportation oh. from Chicago to Grand Rapids. And initially I thought, oh, we'll just fly. The flights aren't really expensive. It's probably cheaper to fly. Then I go and check it, and you have to pay for every bag, including your backpack and your carry-on and blah, blah, blah. So it was going to be $1,300, $1,400 to fly for 54 minutes from Chicago to Grand Rapids. This and is then the worst place to fly into. We would have to get two Ubers, minimum, to get from the airport to um, the house. But we wouldn't have any cell phone service or any internet service. So how would we get the Uber? So. Well, you have the Metro Cab thing. We did that last time. Yeah. We just needed two. Right, but. They, come, they always go out to the airport. But how do we know they're going to be there? No, they're always there. So anyway. Not a big deal. Um, and, you know, people can call people. They call their friend. How 
house. You don't have any cell service. Because, no, no. We had no, it when not, we first. We wouldn't oh. have to call anybody. Somebody oh, else yeah. is there that you just, you know. So anyway, I was like, oh, we'll just rent a car. Well, I forgot that it was a holiday weekend. That we Memorial were arriving Day. on holiday weekend and there were zero cars available. Zero. So I was like, well, maybe we'll just get a U-Haul. Got a lot of luggage. You know, we're desperate. Let's try this. So no U-Hauls. Luggage, we desperate. No U-Hauls. <laughs> Nothing. Somebody even suggested we call Home Depot. I'm like, you think Home Depot delivers a moving truck to the airport? They're like, yeah, probably not. So I ended up. Where does Home Depot have moving trucks? They have them. They moving have, trucks? I guess that's what they, I was told. They have them. Like U-Hauls. I guess that's what I was told. Anyway. I thought, what would we do? Well, the do? other side of it was we were told to ship our bags yeah, like a Greyhound. Freight, a freight carrier. Oh, no, yeah. To be a Greyhound. Ship the bags to be a oh, Greyhound. Oh, no, we couldn't afford that. Um, so I'll keep going. Uh, we were told, to, uh, we thought about taking a train, but because Grand Rapids doesn't have anybody that actually works at the train station, you can't check bags, so you're only allowed a carry-on bag. Gotta love the raggedy. Um, also, we couldn't. How do you the, not have people working at the train station? We couldn't have the Greyhound do it. Greyhound because we had too many bags. You could only have one carry-on and one check bag per person, um, and then you paid for those as well. So. And I couldn't do six hours on a bus. So. So I thought. What, what do we do? What would we do in any other place? I would hire a car service, and so that's what I did. I hired a car service. And they picked us up in a stretch limousine. <laughs> Long And limo. they had a, an SUV, a Suburban, for our luggage. And we rode back in a limo. Because it was cheaper. Which we really didn't need the limo. We just needed a... A comfortable car. Like an SUV would have been like fine. A, like a Suburban, essentially. But... Just it, to ride back It in. was cheaper. But we could have we gotten in the Suburban with our luggage... Probably, yeah. No, we could have. Remember, that's how we left Mexico. Oh, that was yeah, a suburban. We sure, we sure did. And we had more luggage. We did, because we left we left suitcases this time. So, we could have just taken the suburban and been fine and had plenty of space. But oh, man, it was, we had to have that stretch. It was still. But it didn't even matter that we had a stretch, because what did we do all the way back? Sleep. Sleep. We slept. It's like you didn't even, didn't even get to enjoy the fact that you were... So you woke I, up to pee. Listen, right. I enjoyed because I was literally Apparently I was not out. down the hall from the bathroom. <laughs> what? He woke up thinking he was just down yeah, the hall Yeah, like the I bathroom. could just get up and go and it was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, that How do I bad. get that guy's attention? I started hitting buttons and nothing worked and oh man. Because <laughs> you know, when you wake up and you got to go, there is no waiting. There is no wait till the next exit. There's... Pull over. He got out. He got off there pretty quick. Now he didn't get off quick enough. It was almost <laughs> an issue. Cause you know, baby bladder. Yeah, I stretched out on the on the seat. My feet didn't even touch the end. Cause you know I'm a That's man. cause you're two feet tall. Mini. <laughs> but it was still it was still cheaper than flying or any of the other modes of transportation. Yep. Which so if you're ever Unless thinking we flew about. Unless we by a giant eagle. Really? That wouldn't really? cost you anything. It's cold and rainy, though. Anyway, so... Uh, so never rule out, you know, hiring a, a Well, you know, and, and, and honestly, if... Maybe it's a business we should start. 
knowledge of starting a business. Yeah, because so many people, if they had an alternative to flying from Detroit to Grand Rapids or from Chicago to Grand Rapids, or even from Lansing to Grand Rapids, which I've done before. Um, I've never flown into Lansing before. I have. So it's... Or Muskegon. The... Actually, I think I flew in... I can't remember. Anyway, usually in big cities, they have shuttle services that do drive for the next... You know, they'll, they'll take you the last two hours or whatever. Yeah. And why not? You know, if you had that as an alternative to flying, and flying is expensive, especially if you got a bunch of luggage or whatever. Yep. Like $169 per person, and then you had to pay for the first bag, it was $35, and then the next bag, it was $45. And this was our first international trip where we had the exact luggage we were supposed to have. Like moving, moving. We didn't pay any overweight fee, and we didn't pay any extra luggage fee. None. We all had basically two bags and our carry-on. We haven't, we've never done that. Ever in 10 years time. So, all right. So that was the trip back. Then, of course, we get back and it's fighting with time jet lag. Jet lag. We traveled for 31 hours. But if you look at the, like I, we left at 1 a.m. on the 27th and we arrived at 9 p.m. on the 27th. It doesn't look like we traveled that long, but we did. We traveled a whole day. We traveled more than a whole day. Right, a day and a day half. day is only 24 hours. Yeah, 30, Ooh, 31 hours total. It was, it was a serious, serious move there. Um, all right, anything, any other thoughts about the trip escape from Egypt? Which is funny because so that's happy. exactly how it felt. I, w- I almost cried. I was so happy to get the hell out of there. Yeah, just to get on the first flight was just like. Okay, as soon as the wheels up. You know what? I was actually just really happy with the uh, paying of the the, the overage fee. Yeah. Because we expected way more. I was I was real after that. I was like, that's it. We're done. We're out. Because right. once once you, you do pay that, that, you're done. You are done. Yeah. And basically, you're just waiting for the plane to pull up now. As so. soon as those wheels up, I was like, <sighs> I could there exhale. That. Because getting the hell out of there. Ooh-wee. And in the limo, I had a Budweiser. That, One. Look, I don't, Budweiser. I just, it was plenty in there. I, he told me I could have as many as I wanted. But. Yeah, they kept telling us we could drink as much beer as we wanted. And I'm just looking at him like. Who, who are you talking about? The guy in the plane told no, me No, no, I'm talking about in the limo. Yeah, I can't drink in a car. I can drink in the car, but that means I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. Which you did. And he didn't charge us for the stop, did he? No. You had told us, you had said that they would charge us for every time that they stopped. I think because we we paid a, a, a nice tip. But I thought that was it was part of it. Part of it. I think I don't think that they cannot. They, they cannot stop for a three or four hour drive. We were in the car for four hours. I mean, there has to be some. Yeah, it took a long time to get out of Chicago, I think. All I know is 
I fell asleep. We were in Chicago. When I woke up, we were in Michigan. Me too. Yup. Me too. And we weren't that far away. No, we were what? We weren't that Bangor? far away. Yeah. We weren't that far away. That's where we stopped to go to the bathroom in Bangor. But I, I slept all. I felt like I slept a long time. I used to car. ride down there just to do my Sunday ride thing. Really? Yeah, I used to ride down the, the the small roads and work my way down that direction, and then come back on the highway. Just to, you know, I've I would, been there, but I don't remember why I was there. I don't think I've ever really gone there for any real reason. But all right, so um, I'm looking for the name of the beer that I had on the plane because that stuff was really good, and I want to get some. Okay. That's the, that's the stuff. You're gonna need to get some of that. Warsteiner? Why? Uh, why? It's really good. Whatever. You might not be able to find that here. You might have to go to the specialty uh, import yeah. liquor place. Um. All right. So that was our trip to get back here. We're back here in sunny Grand Raggedy. All right. Now I got some questions. Okay, go for it. Because Aaron was sitting in a seat on the flight, I think it was from Frankfurt to Toronto, that was, he was sitting up there by himself. And he had plenty of space. Okay, there, there was only him and one other person in the row. And there were, Same what, with Keegan. four or five in that row or whatever? Four, I think there are four in each row. I don't know, you weren't that close to them, were you? I was two seats away. That's what I'm saying, you had one seat on the other side of you. It was more they, than four. They were in the aisle. Were they? Yeah. So there are five seats in the middle? That's what I think. No. There was five seats then. Um, and so I asked them, I said, um, because you had said something about your leg room. And I was like, well, no one was in the row in front. And this is the, the row that there is no row in front of right. it. Right. And I asked the lady if he could just, you could just move up one. Because no one was there, and no one was getting on. She said no, because those seats cost more. And I'm thinking to myself... And you notice nobody no sat in them one, the whole time. No one has bought those seats. Right. So what does it matter if someone sits in them now? Yeah. You know, it's just like people in first class. It's like, I get... They're getting they're getting something different than right. their food is other different. people. Their Same thing with business different. class. They're getting something different. But these seats were not any different. It was just that there was just more leg room yeah. on a long flight. Why not just let him move up? What did it matter? Let me give you all a pro tip. Never buy basic economy flight, or tickets. You get the worst seats. You don't get, you get the worst service. <laughs> Always do the economy plus. I really want you to speak flight. up. Because I don't know why you think getting softer is I didn't, more, no one's getting softer. more, uh, what's the word? more epic, but it's not. It might be for 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 little ones to scare the shit out of them, but it doesn't work for them, the people. You got to actually talk to the, the the dead cat here. Okay, don't buy the basic economy flights. Always do economy plus or economy flex or whatever the next level up is, because you get more leg room, you're usually the first to be able to move if the flight isn't full, uh, you get different baggage, 
So if if you go basic economy, you're gonna end up paying for that second checked bag or uh, you're gonna end up paying for your carry-on bag, something. There's always a difference. So spend that extra 40 bucks or whatever it is per person and get the, the next level up and never fly without insurance, ever. It's just not smart. The one time you do it is the one time you're gonna need it. So are you saying that domestic flights or every international flight. flights? Every flight. Internationally, I agree that that's Nope, every that's flight. But I don't know if that's important for domestic flights it is because, because you have different cancellation rules, you have different but stuff. But what if your flight is, is um, delayed or you missed your flight or whatever? What if you get injured in another state a lot of times that travel insurance will cover your injury while you're... Oh, you're talking about once you get to your destination. Right. So that travel insurance, it might be 17 bucks per person. It might be 30 bucks per person. Spend it. You're going on a trip. Get it. Yeah, if you're, yeah, it's worth it. Because you never know what could happen. You're going to Cancun and, you know, you might fall off the boat. What? Get eaten by a shark. You really ain't collecting the insurance, though. You might if, if the shark just takes a leg. Okay, then you don't get eaten now, well, do the you? Person that's a no, you actually are getting eaten. <laughs> you, as a whole, are not getting I eaten. Not a piece of you is getting uh, eaten. A piece but of my love, a piece of my leg. Always get what? the upgrade. Yeah, I agree. All right, another thing. Um, Air Canada, why are the planes still half full? That's the flight that we did from Frankfurt to Toronto. It was essentially half full. I or, think they just don't less. have as many people traveling because it's still really difficult seemed, to get into Germany. But it really seemed like they were, like they had planned it. When I, of the way the seats were I don't was. think so. When I booked the flight, um, it, it's because it's a Lufthansa flight from Cairo to Germany. And then it switches to Air Canada in Germany to go to Toronto. And we had to have, because we're Americans, we had to have special permission to transfer through Germany. And she couldn't book the ticket until Lufthansa got that permission and then sent it forward. So they're still locked down pretty much. Well, to us. Well, to a lot of the world. They're, they have a long list, apparently. They got a list. Yep. My list is longer. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So that was one through nine. Little bit of 15 because you jumped the gun over there. Sorry about a little, that. A little too excitable. It's that Unimind thing playing on. It wasn't a Unimind thing. Yeah. I felt nothing. All right. <laughs> uh, what did you think about Egypt? about Egypt? <laughs> what did we think about Nobody Egypt? can hear that, you know. They can see it, though. But they can't hear but it. they can't hear it. You On think, the podcast, you think this video the audio podcast. the day of light in this month? The day of light. The light yeah. of day. Yeah, it's light I said of day. what I meant. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem. You didn't know what you said. Yeah. No, I knew what I said. Um, yeah. What would Joey say? Bop for Napoli. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Egypt can uh, Egypt can choke on a satchel of Richards. A satchel of Richards. Wow. 
That's a Karen way of saying a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Egypt can freeze its piss like a popsicle and eat it. Nice. Things don't freeze in Egypt. <laughs> they do if you have a freezer. Um, they don't stay frozen. Though. I, I. The most disappointing place I've ever been. Yeah, I don't have a, a good, not one. It, it's funny because the whole time you're there, people are always asking you, uh, what do you think and all this. And you're trying not to really offend them. Yeah. Because you don't really, you really don't want to say bad things about their country. Um, I don't have a problem with but it. But no, you kind of do, do. When, you, when they're your students or co-workers. You really don't want to offend people. You don't want people angry at you, making your life even more difficult. It's already difficult. Right. Um, but as far as Egypt goes, I, I, I would never recommend it. Never. I'd never. I mean, I, I still tell people to go to China. Oh, me too. But I would never tell anyone to go to Egypt. Nope. I mean, go as a tourist? Absolutely. Go as a tourist. Go you know, to live and work? That's if you, a chance if you're going to If you're going to live, if you're going to work at a non-Egyptian business so the business is actually owned operated by somebody outside of Egypt and then you're getting paid that money not Egyptian money and you're living in some gated neighborhood or community yeah that's a little different you're having a totally different experience um, we got the real deal but the real deal is not worth uh, worth spit I would uh, not not encourage anyone to go to Egypt for a job, for work, for anything. Love, don't do it. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't even. Don't, don't even. Don't, even do think it. About don't even it. think about it. Um, what else you got to say uh, positive about Egypt? I wrote here our real thoughts about Egypt, unfiltered. Finally, what you got unfiltered? I don't have any positive thoughts. I have zero. No, no happy thoughts? No. Like, right before, the day before we left, um, one of my students reached out to me and she said, oh, I saw that Oman has a, a, a large need for teachers right now. And I said, that's nice. And I said, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't do another Muslim country. Yeah, I'm, Egypt uh, I'm not, pretty much destroyed that as well. I'm not equipped for that. I can't bite my tongue that way. I can't. I can't deal with the mental mediocrity. And I can't and deal the fragile with the, ass men. Right, the the the, oh. the lack of moral courage. <laughs> lack of moral courage. Thank you. Thank you, mental lack. Thank yeah. you too. Definitely the fragile ass egos and yeah, I can't. ridiculous rules about what you should and shouldn't do or can you and can't do with work. You gotta fight to prove you a man. I mean, that's Over a, a slice of bread. That's literally a thing. Like, we watched somebody get punched in the face uh, during Ramadan. Who watched? Over, uh, I didn't watch where? anything. You didn't film Someone. nothing. I watched you it. Didn't I didn't share it. with the class. It was during Ramadan. There was uh, the one of the vegetable guys down below. I know they were fighting. They were. There was a fist fight. Um, I think Daddy was in an interview at the time, and. Uh, the, the guy's child got snatched up by the throat. And I don't know. What does this have to do with anything? People they fighting fight in over, Egypt are fighting. fighting over a piece of bread. They were literally fighting think. over a piece of fruit. 
How do you know that? That's what um, Mai was saying to me. Oh, did you see the fight? I said, yes. Oh, they were fighting over a piece of fruit. Now, I Which I doubt. It could have been just nonsense. I doubt they were fighting over a piece of fruit. That sounds stupid. I mean, even for Egyptian people, that sounds stupid. Well, the one the one student we had that you that you didn't care for, he got into it with somebody because the guy honked his horn while he was getting in the car. Like, they're out on the street ready to come to blows over him honking his horn. No, I don't. I, I think it's all... It's, it's all machismo. Yeah, it's, it's nonsense. what we saw in, in Mexico. Except for I didn't see it like that in Mexico. I men mean, I know. to be more than... No, you just heard about all the men killing women in, yeah, in yeah, Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... I got nothing for Egypt. I got no love. Got literally no love. And it's sad because it's a, a Islamic culture sitting on top of an awesome ancient past that we really want to see. Right. But I can't get past the, the you know. Well, they don't know anything about their ancient past I anyway, know, but so. we do. We do. And we want to see it. We want to go there. We want, But we have to go through them to yeah. get there. And yeah. that makes it really negative. Yeah. Like, it's like if you had, if somebody said right now, you can go and go to Luxor and Aswan and you can go to um, so all the, the, you know, really nice place, you know, the historical ancient ruins and places and uh, you're going back right now let's go chop chop no hell no you don't want to deal with you know that as soon as you come in you're going to be dealing with muslim people that are egyptian here's the worst part and, though and you don't want to do it i have zero problem with muslims no i don't think that's true i, I have... think you just found out that you do have problems i think that's what you just learned that was the lesson i didn't you... know i was a feminist until egypt Okay, that, that that just means you don't know yourself. I did. I didn't. Oh, man, please. What you thought you were... What? What did you think you were? At the very least, you were American, and I that's going to be definitely be far more liberal in your outlook and thinking than an, an yeah. Egyptian person is. That's true. But geez, old peace. All right, what about your thoughts about the English clinic? I... I wrote a review online and suggested they close their doors because the man is not fit to teach nor run a business and um, he misrepresents himself as a doctor of English. Yeah, on in YouTube. I, indicating I, I have that he has education that, that he, he does not have. have. Um, he's a liar. He's a scam artist. Yeah, no, I think he's a salesman. And this is why I don't like salesmen all that much. I recognize the need for salesmen, but I don't really like them because basically salesmen are always dealing in spin. Oops. And they're always putting a positive spin on everything, especially the thing they're trying to sell. No matter how bad it may be or how good it may be, the spin is always there. And... You know, he was effective at selling his business enough that we went, which means he convinced us that he, so he, as a salesman, he did a good job. He's a salesman. He's a terrible um, teacher. But He's as a far as a business, business owner, um, one of the reasons why I didn't have a job at by the 15th of May was because he couldn't afford to pay me. 
Because he wasn't charging enough for his service. And I don't think, of course he didn't tell his students that. Um, but that's the reason. He, he basically said in an email that he couldn't afford to pay me anymore. So that's why, you know, I wasn't going to be employed after the 15th of May. But please, work like a Hebrew slave until yeah, the 15th. See, I don't get that either because he started making... Then this is why I left at the beginning of May because he started saying things like, like my pay would be contingent on finishing some things that I was already working on, which was hilarious because if he did not said anything, I probably would have got it done. Yeah. Just because I wanted to get it done, um, and I had gotten, I think I had was halfway. The the piece that he was asking me to do, which was creating his curriculum. I was actually more than halfway done, which means I didn't have that much to go, and I could have gotten it all done in the next 15 days with no problem, as you know. Yeah. And because he made it seem like you're not going to get your last pay because these things aren't done yet at the beginning of the month, then it was like, wait a minute, we never even talked about when they needed to be done. He wanted me to do curriculum for classes that didn't even exist. He was just trying to get more things for free out of you. Right. It was like, why are you trying to make me get something done? You don't even have classes anywhere near this level yet, and you don't have anybody to teach those levels. He didn't have teachers that could teach the levels we taught. Right. So it was like, um, you know, you're, you're kind of... You're making it seem like I'm going to do all this work and get to the end and not have it all done. And then you're going to try to withhold money from me. Once he's made that, once he made that distinction, it was like, okay, I'm leaving now. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not doing any more because that doesn't make any sense. If that's, if that's how you run your business, then I'm out, you know? And I don't think he under, he never understood that. He never understood that that's what he was doing. But I think that also comes down to, like I've said before, is he didn't understand English. And he's got all these people thinking that he understands English, and he doesn't. So when I would talk to him, he would always act like I didn't understand him. And I was like, no, you're not even speaking the English correctly. <laughs> so then you're not understanding the words that you're saying. And so that became an issue uh, and why I was like, yeah, no, no, no way. No way you're going to try to take advantage of me in that way that I'm going to you know, do a bunch of work and then still not get paid? Oh, hell no. You're out of your mind. You were already, I mean, from the moment we got there, he was threatening to take our pay. Literally, the moment we arrived. You know, our first meeting was we might have to take less pay. It's like, what? We traveled all the way to Egypt for you to say that we're not going to get paid what you said we were going to get paid? And now, we did get, now, we did get paid with everything that he said we should get paid, but he was always threatening like we weren't. And that's a terrible way to do business, because if you think that's going to give you loyalty amongst your uh, staff, you're out of your mind if they're always thinking that you're going to take their pay. But apparently, he was taking their pay. It just wasn't us. Because he was afraid of me. Uh, no, I don't know if that's the case. I think the, the idea was for him to keep his business afloat, he was paying us, and he was not paying the other teachers their full amounts. Wow. Because they, they were asking me, did you get all your pay? And I'd be like, yeah, I got all my pay. But then they wouldn't say anything else after that. 
which means they probably didn't get all their pay all the months that we were there, every month. But keep in mind, these are also people that are, none of them, uh, what, one, two of them, two were, of married, them were married? Two of them were married. But essentially, they were, you know, living at home. They didn't have the kind of bills, the kind of stuff that, I mean, they were working for money and they should have been compensated for the job that they did because you get paid at the end of the month. So that means you already did the work, which means you should get paid your full amount. If you're not going to get paid the full amount, then you should have had days off somewhere in that month. Yep, that's what I was saying when um, he was like, oh, we're going to take 50% of your pay. I'm like, I'm not working full time then. Right, then you're going to, you if, I'm, if you're going to take 50%, then I'm going to work 50% of the time. That's exactly what I told him. So, yeah, um, please do not waste your time going to that company um, anytime. Ever? Um, not as a student? Not as, as yeah, an I feel sorry for the students. They, they, I mean, I knew it when we were there, but they're they're being sold uh, something. And I, I think I did tell some of the students, it's like, if this is what you think you're getting here, this is not what you're getting yeah. here. You you need to either go somewhere else, or you need to have a different kind of lesson. Like you shouldn't be in these classes well, because you don't want this. Like he was he was taking people that wanted like IELTS or test prep and then he was putting them in cl in his classes but none of his classes prepared students for IELTS or test prep so it's like you know you can't take a, a person that can do IELTS and put them in a in ESL a basic ESL class and tell them that their grammar is bad and that's why you put them there it's like no you're just now now you're showing your colors you're just trying to get money out of them and keeping them there for the long haul right. when you're not preparing them for any of the stuff that they need and you can't teach it to them. Well, he had, there was a day where there was a new class starting and they were next door to mine and a student came in and she's chatting away with me and, and I looked at her and I said, which level are you starting? And she said, I'm starting level one. Level one students couldn't speak to me. Right. let alone have a full-blown conversation asking me all kinds of in-depth questions and responding in kind. There's no way she should have been in level one. And when I question why is this student there, she should be in my level seven class because she has more information than a lot of my students in level seven. They didn't want to move her. Right. Well, because they wanted to sell a package that was what somewhere between four and eight classes and keep them there as long as possible but then they get to the end of that and they still are saying i can't speak english very well it's like yeah but you are you were in the wrong place you haven't ex you haven't gone past what you already knew so yep. your english is, was never going to improve in that track but he didn't want to hear that and when the other teachers started saying that he didn't want to hear them either right but because they were egyptian they didn't say it anymore yep. whereas i kept saying it and i know? said it and it was like you you're th this person shouldn't be here like you've got a person that wants to do ielts none of your classes address this guess what they need private but you can't charge them that much money to do private lessons for ielts test prep and you have nothing for IELTS test prep, and none of your teachers can teach this. The worst part was, though, he had the IELTS curriculum. Yeah, but they didn't the understand academy, it. But none of them could teach it. Right, they didn't understand it. Just having a Baron's book sitting on the shelf doesn't mean that you understand how to prepare a student to take that test. Absolutely not. And I, I had several students who were preparing 
to immigrate to Canada. Right. And they were wanted to get better with their grammar. They wanted, and I said, yeah, but they, they always focus. Grammar. They keep focusing on grammar, but that's because that's the way their yeah. system teaches language, mm-hmm. teaches English. I and I had to tell this lady, listen, you don't need grammar. You need to be able to speak. You need to be able to answer questions. You need to be able to read and comprehend. All right. You got anything else about this um, quote-unquote semi-place of business, which if that's business in Egypt, I know why Egypt is the way it is. You got nothing else? All right. What about real thoughts about adult Egyptian students? You got anything for that? Let me stop talking about Egypt, please. No, man, that's why we're here. This is the first uh, episode after post-Egypt. Grow up. Don't worry, we're getting there. You're grown people. I got got more. Yes, but isn't that a problem of the culture, not necessarily the student? No. The student is part of the culture. Right, but you're saying grow up. You're you're talking to the entire culture to grow up because you got 30-year-old people living with their parents talking about, I need permission to be out this late. But they have to. But they have to. That's the culture. Right. So you're telling the entire culture to grow up. I'm not, not saying anything the about their permission from their parents. But I'm saying that if you have class at 3 o'clock, that doesn't mean you wake up at 1. Why are you getting up at 1 o'clock in if the you afternoon? Got to do, why, can't you, why can't you wake up at 1? What? Why aren't if you, you have doing nothing else, something else? Well, if you have nothing else to do, why can't you wake up at 1? You have nothing else to do. Something to do. <laughs> find something to do, but I'm saying, if you have nothing to do, why would you get up earlier? Ugh. Now I do, I do see that that while you can't, they while are they, studying. While they're doing a lot of, it's like they're very busy, but they're also very lazy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how you get both of those things at the same time. Um, but it does seem like they were, like some people were crazy busy, and other people were, like even when you watch them do the job and be at work, they were super lazy. Like they never really worked. You're waiting them for them to do some work. Yeah. You know, it's like you'd see them sitting there and they'd be talking or eating or drinking coffee or doing something else or chatting with but each other but they're never working. working and then want to chastise you for working for doing a thing that you're supposed to do yeah you're sitting there working and they're saying why aren't you down here talking to us it's like but my, my job is to be in here talking with them they're yeah. the students it's like uh, why would i be down here talking to you like why would i be at the water cooler all day when i have students in the classroom but the other teachers were doing that and they were talking to the, you know, the front desk staff or whatever. I, it's something in the culture of work in Egypt. I don't understand it. It's Anything else about students? Conniving stuff. Ugh. Yeah, I. That was Cheating. fifteen. Egyptians acting as if they're trustworthy and they don't lie. When I caught a, I caught one of the secretaries in a lie. Okay, I'm not talking about one person. No, I'm talking I caught, about a but culture you, of people. You catch them in the lie, you can look at them and say, you're lying, I know you're lying, and no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the problem that Egyptians have when it comes to that is they don't want to be called out That's on right. anything negative. 
So if you're if they did something well, you can say that they did it well. If you, they didn't do something well, you're not supposed to say anything because it might hurt their feelings. That's literally what I was told. So it was like, okay. I don't like this whole feelings thing. I don't either. I don't either. Nothing, nothing productive has been has come from not wanting to hurt someone's feelings. Well, you don't hurt their feelings if you want to call that productive. That's not. You didn't make progress. You just made them happy. Well, productive and progress are not the same thing. To make progress, you have make to them be think. Productive. Make them you? think. No, you can be productive and go nowhere. You can get lots of things done and have no progress. Uh, um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe we'll have some more thoughts about Egyptian students after it sinks sinks out. No, you won't. Oh, we might have more thoughts. No. I might have more thoughts. Then save that for your vlog. Now, nah, man, I'm bringing it up here for the people. All the people. All right, what's next? Um. I kind of want to switch gears to a what you're watching thing, because now we can watch stuff. What you watching to? What you watching? Are there's you watching something? Yeah, there's a thing he's watching in the evenings now. What, oh, what, what is it? Mommy and I are watching Golden Girls. Oh boy, <laughs> Rue McClanahan, really? <laughs> Hilarious. Isn't Arsenio it? Hall's girlfriend on there. <laughs> I don't think he really did. I think he might hate it though. <laughs> Looking at you, Arsenio. I want that story. <laughs> Bring back the show. A just little, for that story. a little Rue McClanahan, huh? Oh, Arsenio or the Golden Girls? No, I want Arsenio to tell the story about what happened with the Rue and what happened with uh, who was the other one? Oh, uh, the dancer. Janet Jackson's Control. She did uh, Janet Jackson's Control. Oh, Paula Deen. Paula Abdul. Paula Deen. Paula Deen. Paula Deen is a southern white woman. Hey, hey, hey. Not so was Rue McClanahan. <laughs> yeah, well, not Paula Deen. My, my brain was on a different track, but still in theme. Oh, Paula Deen. <laughs> Arsenio, could you why didn't you tell us? You gotta could you say imagine for old white women. if Paula Teen choreographed Control <laughs> and dated Arsenio Hall? Oh man, uh, that'd be funny. Didn't he have a thing with Paula Abdul for a minute? I have no idea. I, I remember, I remember something about that, but it might have been, you know, Hollywood bullshit. But but we have the Disney Plus now and the Hulu and, and the ESPN. Um, they got a lot so of now, Disney. so now I can. Uh, we watch we Soul. Can, we can continue Bad Batch. I don't think I don't think you can count watching Soul on that crappy TV. Watching it because that TV is so bad it cuts off half of the screen. No, it's squeezed. No, some things aren't squeezed enough. Well, I don't care. I watch the movie. No, yeah, you can always watch I it think, on your. I think that's what. Bed. Because I watched it and I liked the movie, even though, uh, no, okay. even though the, okay. the story didn't really go any place. I liked it. I liked the music. I liked spoiler the animation. Spoiler light is now on. The spoiler light is on. 
I like the music and the animation, even though the story didn't really go anywhere. It was meh. I think the problem is what we identified after you watched it. Was there that were no there were no feels. feels. And I like to feel. I like the cries. No, well, see, it's the, it's the Pixar movie. The Pixar movies all have feels. I mean, even the freaking... You, have, you guys have seen the, the, the original, the little light, the yeah. desk lamp thing. I, I don't think I've seen The that. desk lamp thing has feels. And there's it's, no face. Yeah, that's on. And there's no... That's on Disney+. Plus. But I'm saying, there's no, there's no nothing but this that. thing just moving... That's all you're getting. And there's definite story and, you know, feelings going on with that more so than was in Soul. And how can you have a, a movie called Soul with no feelings? Because it was about souls. Yeah, but it wasn't. It, it should have had. It it's like it's it like it took you. Had soul. It should have brought you up to that. It, it brought you up to that moment, and then it just left it, it just, and it just. Yeah. It was like it was literally like letting the air out of the balloon. You yeah. just it just fizzled out, and was just like uh, you know, I, I wanted to really like it. I mean, it's about jazz. It had Jamie Foxx. I mean, it was just yeah. like you know, what? You're 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 putting together I'm the things that you very much. And- but it didn't. It, it. They missed. They missed the mark, and they shouldn't have missed the mark. But you know, it was meh. I don't. I don't know why they did. Even your mom said the same thing. That it was just. Meh. It really was. It really was. Um, I've been watching 1971. No, I've watched all of 1971 now. Um, if you've got that uh, Apple TV Plus, check out the 1971 thing. It's really good, uh, especially if you want a, a bit of a music history but it's only one year and it's like whoa <laughs> one year um in what hey, came apple. out and what happened in the music that year hey apple your devices are great your interface on apple tv plus sucks yeah they got the worst out of everybody well no wait wait is it worse than amazon prime <laughs> i don't yes. know I don't know. They're they're neck and neck okay, for so, me. Okay, look. They're pretty bad. I watched. If I'm on Apple TV, I'm only watching the British stuff. You, I don't watch yeah, anything right. else. You're, you're skipping around. You're skipping but right to what you want. You're not sometimes, looking Sometimes, sometimes, for example, this country life or this farm life is one of my favorite shows. Farmville? Not Farmville. This farm life. And so there was a. I, I had watched the entire series, all the episodes, all the years, whatever, and I got to the most recent one, and I went to watch it, and I couldn't watch it through Apple TV. I couldn't watch it through my Brit box. I, it had to go through Amazon Prime, which is weird, because it's a Brit box show. Why am I having to watch it in Amazon Prime? And because I was in Egypt, I couldn't watch it without a VPN. And then the next episode came out, and I went to watch it, and it, boom, right to my BritBox, no problem. What the hell? Right now, I'm watching Escape to the Country. It's a, they've got more episodes. I had watched all the ones before, and now I'm watching from 2019 forward. Speaking of new episodes, Lucifer came back. Just I started watching Lucifer. I'm excited. It's, it's I can show. watch uh, the Bake Off now that we're back. Yes, you are excited. That is a true statement right now. Because couldn't get it outside of the country. Because, oh boy, 
the excitement. Like the oh my. The dog whistle squeal. Man. What are you talking about, dog uh, whistle squeal? I think you just did it. The who? I don't have a dog whistle squeal. Yeah, okay. I don't know what Sean meant. Um, For All Mankind, season two. I was able to jump back into that. I haven't finished season two yet. And it, but it's still good. What is the like animal Farmer. program you're watching? Hostile Planet on Disney Plus, hosted by Bear Grylls. You can't do that. <laughs> I can't do what? You know what? You can't do that. What? Try to change the names and make them sound funny. You, you don't do it. You don't do it like uh, like uh, Ren does it. No. What? What, you don't like you know. Bear Grylls? Yeah, like I said, that ain't you. Um, so, that's what we've been watching. How about we uh, skip your book club this That's week? fine, because I was reading before you said come to the thing, because I haven't finished can, the book since we've arrived. Can we, can we move it to next week? Sure. I was going to do some stats, but I think I'll do the stats next week, too. Yeah, because we went um, on about Egypt far too long. And I did want to mention, May 20th, was Global Accessibility Awareness Day. So I have a Global Accessibility Awareness Day. And this is digital accessibility. So, you know, like making it so that people with disabilities can get to content. Oh. Um, And so my question was, what are we doing to be more digitally accessible? And are we even thinking about it? No, because you brought that up one day, and I don't even know how... I don't even know how I could make anything I'm doing accessible to everyone. Well, I can give you an example of how you could do it. Like my art. I can't make my art accessible to a blind person. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. You have to write it in words what it is you have to give the details of what you did in words now you could do that audio recording it you can do that uh written and then they can do text-to-speech software on what you wrote um so that becomes more accessible um i know on the pinterest you know i don't like the pinterest but on the pinterest it has at the bottom of the thing when you post to give details about the thing so that then people that are using Pinterest in other ways can get the information. So like you give a, like if you have a photo or you have a piece of art, you can actually give a written description that then they can access. So, because a lot of times what happens with people that are blind they're able to read the internet either through the machine, which I don't know if they still use, but I, they probably, I would think that it would be no reason for it to go away. Um, but the machine does the braille and it moves across and then they just leave their fingers there. And that allows them to read the website. Well, but they could also now, because of text-to-speech, you could just have the website read to you just like the like I, if you're I on your phone. <coughs> but I don't a- know if that machine is still out there. There's a YouTuber who's blind who she talks about this. She can text because she feels the vibrations based on each uh, letter. And uh, 
when she gets the text back, it's a text-to-speech thing. Mm -hmm. she, it reads it to her. Right. But this was years ago she was talking about this with and Apple. I, and in our, in our Apple devices, accessibility features are built in. Yeah. But I'm wondering what should we be doing uh, to become more accessible to uh, people that are uh, consuming what we're doing in ways that are different. You're dealing in visual medium. How do you bring that to life for them? You know, um, something to think about. I don't know how we do it, but apparently it's Global Accessibility Awareness Day on May 20th. Um, I'm thinking that we're going to have to start paying attention to the special days, the awareness days. Apparently there's a lot of those. I mean, a ridiculous amount. I have bookmarked them. So we can, uh, we'll know when it's dog day or fat chubby child day or whatever, you know. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got. Fat chicken day. Fat chicken day. Vegan chicken day. I saw somebody on your Twitter. On my Twitter? On your Twitter. They had commented on a photo. Really? Uh-huh. I got a comment. And... Um, they're black travelers and so I went and checked out their Twitter saw some of their their videos one was talking about he wasn't vegan but he was going to try this vegan fried chicken and see what it was like and he was all about it it's delicioso man today honestly the even the stuff that we got if, if you're not vegan you you could definitely be full. Yeah. Especially if it's a cooked dish. Yeah. You could definitely yeah. be full. Oh. And full in a good way because it's essentially more healthy for you, but you could definitely be full. It's like all the salt. No, some of those things don't have a lot of salt. It depends. The, it depends on the brand. The, the, the Beyond Meat does have a lot of salt, but the... The Impossible And oil, too, it. right? Yeah. But some the, of them. The, um... Like that chicken stuff that we got, that didn't have hardly anything no. in it. It was like almost like tofu, but it had a texture. Right, and a smell. Like I, did, I didn't smell it. When it was cooking. Oh. Uh, or warming, not cooking, because it's already cooked. So, yeah. I just seasoned it and warmed it. And... You got anything else for the people? I finally got my guitar. Oh, that's, this is big news, man. I finally got a guitar, and I'm, I'm slowly learning how to play it. You got He's something playing. else this week, down, too. Down, 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 down. What else did difficult. you get this week? The same day. It's your first one. I don't know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah, I got a job. Huh? When do you start? Tomorrow. That's right. You better be happy, man. I don't know what you... Make it more than I am, so. Make it more than me. You're not working. You're highly qualified. I don't know about highly, but. Make it more than most folks. I'm working on the new business. You want to tell them about your job? I'm going to be an infant toddler lead coordinator. And I don't know how my body's going to handle this, but I'm going to give it a go. <sighs> You should coordinate. You better handle it, that's for sure. I'm right. going to be teaching 
two-year-olds. But you should and coordinate and not. Are you going to have anybody in the room with you? I don't. An assistant? I would think so at some point. Um, I would think so. Aren't you the coordinator? Well, right now they're short of staff. They're short five staff members. Well, my, my point is, for some of the more strenuous things, another person would be handy. However, I did get to hold babies this week. I don't think this is the point. And one baby we are related to. Which was really we are related to babies? We are related to a brand new baby. She's five months old. Five months. Who's the mama? Uh, the mama is a coordinator at the child care. It's the daddy who is I don't your cousin. Know, I don't know the mama. You don't know the mama. Who is the lady that came out but and spoke That's to That's the us? neighbor's daughter. Uh, That's why she knew who you were. I, I, I remember nothing. I know. Um, She's I got the it. director. Right. Um, yeah. The best part is that the, the, the job is Karen and I will be at the same place, but it's That's not the best part. right around the corner, so it's really close. If it were safe, I could walk over there. You could walk. It's two days. You better get ready for the throw them, throw them, throw them things. Uh, do I need a Kevlar to walk? I don't know. That early in the morning, you might be fine. Well, we were there, what, going at almost 10 o'clock, and there was the dude walking down the street with a gun. I don't know what he had in his hand, He honestly. had a gun. It was like this. He was holding up his pants. He had a gun like this. He was yelling. I don't know what he was saying, though. I don't know what he was saying either, but he had a gun. I saw it. You just kept on driving. So yeah, I kept on driving. I'm not going to stop and have a conversation. That's for sure. Nope. And then the next time we went, there was the forensics unit. Yeah, but I don't care about that. By then, whatever happened, happened. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not going to worry about that part. Well, I had asked, you know, is my child going to be safe out in the park all day? And she, the both of the director and the coordinator said, um, that when the, the children are out there, that all of the, the nonsense moves away. And then when the children leave, then they all go back. For, for whatever reason, they don't they do not do their thing when the children are out there. Well, there's that. We have big news. Big news. Huge. Huge news. You put an H there. Huge. You mean a Y? No, you said H. It should be a Y. No, it should be an H. No, it <laughs> should be an H. I don't, I don't, I don't use that Trumpian, Trumpian New yeah, Yorker Joe language. Does the same thing. He says um, it the same way. Yeah. Acacia Media Corporation. LLC. LLC is live. If you've been following on the Facebook, you already know. So. The company has been structured. Do we have our EIN yet? No, because the site was. Down. I told you to go on your on your on the it computer. The site is uh, down. I, I believe went it. Again. I bet you. I bet you it's a mobile thing. I went again to the desktop version. It wasn't there. Yeah. It was there under maintenance. Under maintenance. We, I think we're we're definitely day. going to need to get something to do business in a state outside of Michigan. Or outside of Delaware. We're registered in Delaware. Um, 
I'm starting to link up stuff to go to the blog space. I can't do the portfolio thing that I wanted to do. Um, it, it, the, whatever, because of Blueberry, I think, and it's not just a hosting site, it's a podcast hosting site, our theme, which I don't know if we can have a new theme, but our theme essentially is for podcasters, and so when we make things, it's all geared toward the podcasting side of things and not toward other lines of businesses. So either we're going to have to create a new website, which we could. We have the domain, so if you want to go to um, thetravelingfars.com, we got it. If you want to go to acaciamediacorp.com, we got it. Um, and those go to the blog space right now. But I think we're probably going to need to make a dedicated Squarespace or Wix thing the portfolio style stuff but if we do that we're gonna have to whatever we do we're gonna have to bundle it with selling things and honey always gotta use honey well that's just so that you get a good deal so but for now we need to drum up some business so if you have some uh, advertising needs marketing needs you need some video made you got photos that need to be taken you want some digital art? We are here for you. We are here for you. Acacia Media Corp. And it's not November, which means it's not free. What are you talking about? No, their advertising is free in November. No, no. No, no, no. It no. Was. No. <laughs> no, no. That was the Napod Pomo thing. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if the traveling fars can afford to give away free advertising anymore, but we might. Call us up, maybe. let us know. Send see us a message. Maybe, maybe. No, you might need to see us long before November. <laughs> maybe that's something we offer to clients that we work on and do stuff with every November. We'll shout them out on our podcast for for no money. Ooh. But then for the rest of the time you get. Yeah, of course. But we're not. I'm not talking about advertising on this show. I'm talking about doing marketing and advertising materials for their businesses. They still have to pay. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's a different service. Oh. <clears throat> totally different service. One of them you is could pay us one of both. them is you're giving deliverables. The other one is you're booking time on our show. You could do both. We'll take the money. We'll take all the money. See, I don't have to do the. But I think you two still have to do your parts. No, because you were supposed to take it from the one that we did a really good job on. Yeah, we, report, but I don't think we I, reported it. I don't think I took it. But you can. We did but We did takes and everything. I know. But you gotta go and get it. I gotta, I gotta find it. Uh, find it. It was the, like the last one that we did. In Egypt. Yeah. It's not hard to find. Yeah, but it's already been out there. Posted. He's gonna come to us with a recorder and say, "Say this." But we're gonna say so. it now. So, why? You, no, you don't have to say your part. Yeah, I do. Why? Because if I say it now, it's already done for the audio version of the podcast. Oh yeah, the audio doesn't get it. If I if I if I don't, 
then I have to use the other one and it get it, it, it it's an editing. You're it's, gonna have to change your paper. It's not a fun. I don't have to change the paper. Sure you do. The traveling forest, traveling forest. But you don't have to say blueberry. No, I can say blueberry though. That's 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 the blog space. But. But you could always just go to thetravelingfarts.com. I need a ding. Ding! <laughs> there you go. There's your ding. <sighs> I used really for the first time, I think. Really? <laughs> Stan made the podcast. Once again? Because you used to use it all the time. Did I? Yeah. I don't remember I using it, but I, I used it. I used, used it recently. It. I used it recently. You need a soundboard. It's like a really small one with like four sounds on it. Like an we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get some loans. We gotta get some grants for our business, and then we can get some equipment. Yeah. All right. So, you ready? Got anything else for people? Nothing. Nothing. If you want to find the traveling fires, you can find us at the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify. Or any place that uh, awesome podcasts are sold for free at the Traveling Fires. You like the Instagram or the Twitters, Traveling Fires. If you want to send an email to the mommy, travelingfars at gmail.com and the blog space, the travelingfars.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. Remember, you can check out acaciamediacorp.com or no Facebook page for that yet, but um, there should be one soon, I think. Um, and then um, you can always just do traveling thetravelingfars.com. Don't forget to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash thetravelingfars. Or you can find us on GoFundMe, The Traveling Fars. And? And our Spreadshirt. No, the Cash App, man. Oh, Cash You're App. You're forgetting the... <sighs> I'm sorry. Do we have to do this again? Oh, so the my. Cash App is... Dollar sign, the traveling fars. That's it. That's all we got. I'm hungry. Me too. Me too. Which, what, what, what are we doing for food? What do you Even want? though I had a really oh, weird I sandwich. Pizza. I don't want pizza. I want pizza. Uh, you know what's funny? I, you, I, I can say that. I don't want pizza until I smell pizza. And, and then, then I yeah, really like, want it's pizza. It's like fries. But I as really as don't want fries, pizza. Go for you fries. want fries. I had a really weird sandwich that was two pancakes, peanut butter, pineapple, and chicken. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> and then it was all warmed. What is no wrong? Cheese? Are you pregnant? No cheese? <laughs> no. No, I can't. I can't do the cheese and the peanut butter. Yeah, that's mad. I can't do that. Even though it's actually delicious. Cheese and pineapple? That's okay, fine. No, that's but cheese, a, and, cheese, and, cheese and peanut butter is actually really I good. I can't. I tried it once and almost threw and it I'm not. And I'm not I talking about, like, good cheese. I'm talking about that oily American cheese Ugh. with Ugh. peanut butter. I absolutely hate American cheese. I'm telling you. I cannot stand American cheese. That's the good stuff. It's the nastiest cheese. No, man, it's the good stuff. And it melts all perfect? No, it doesn't. It does. It's all oily. It just melts, it just melts away. It's great. Oh, all right, that's so it. Bad. Say goodbye to people. Bye, <laughs> folks. Say goodbye to people. Peace. <laughs>